What's up, y'all? This is Anthony with another installment of Anti-Everything, where we talk about everything anti, whatever the hell that means. Uh, I think I'm kind of formulating what that means, but I, I, I think at this point it's just a running gag. I'm just going to keep it that way, I guess. Uh, anyway, listen. So, uh, on the previous installment, I dropped uh, talking about, you know, my... <laughs> Uh, romantic relationship with death. Um, you know, you know, it, towards the end of it, you know, you guys heard, you know, Kay was there, you know, whatever. Uh, so something really cool happened um, while I stopped recording. Uh, so, you know, brief, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, which shame on you, right? Um, you know, grab some coffee. Called Kay to see if she wanted to partake. She didn't answer, so I just you know went to Starbucks. You know, grab some coffee. Actually, funny enough, so at Starbucks, uh, what I decided to do, which I've been intensely trying to do more often than not, damn it, is um, I'm actually looking to see if I got cigars, man. Like I really want to smoke a cigar right now. Um, so I was at Starbucks and you know. Uh, I sat there and I immediately sat down and pulled up my phone. I'm like, wait a second, why, 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 you know? So I started to observe everybody in the Starbucks. It's pretty crowded, and like every single person is like, like literally is on their phone, which I was, I, I normally also partake, uh, and then I'm just on my phone doing random things. And but I just so happened to catch myself. I'm like, why are you pulling out your phone? Like for what? Like. Can't you just like be here and just like sit? And so I said, you know what? I'm gonna put the phone away. So I I stayed off my phone. I put it in my pocket, and I sat there. And I quickly uh, realized how awkward I'm I'm looking. Like I'm, I'm I, so you almost forget when you're alone. Now when you're with someone, it's easy to fill up time because you're conversing with the other person. But when it's just you. I promise you, like, I, I didn't even remember what to do when I'm by myself, you know what I mean? Like, what what do you do besides looking like a psychopath sitting at the table looking straight ahead, you know? So I felt myself feeling awkward, like, you know, somebody's looking at me, which nobody's looking at me. Yeah, guys, uh, I'll talk about this after this, um, but let me just get to this part. I hope I remember this. I really hope I remember this. Uh, remind me, right? remind me how um like it's fucking live right um i may start doing some live stuff on tiktok maybe yeah uh anyway so i'm sitting there looking you know feeling weird as shit feeling like everybody's looking at me while nobody's fucking paying you no attention uh i'm like god damn like we're on these fucking phones a lot you know what i mean (laughs) for me to not even know what to do to just sit there, for, I was there for about 45 minutes, you know, I ate my breakfast sandwich and, uh, and drank the coffee and just kind of chilled without touching the phone, um, which for me, you know, again, you know, I'll grab the phone, you know, research some shit, go on TikTok, Instagram, uh, writing my book, uh, you know, um, write content for the book. You know, uh, fucking Candy Crush. I'm probably the only person on the planet still playing that game. 
but I would do something to occupy that time instead of being with my intimate moment, my intimate thoughts, and let things fester. So, you know, I caught myself, and you know, it was hard. It wasn't easy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't easy to not pull up my phone and just do some shit. It was actually pretty difficult, to be honest with you. Um, okay, difficult is a stretch, but it was. It was. You know, it was something. You knew that thing was missing. That thing was missing, which was the phone. Um, that was just pretty interesting. Uh, I just be all over the place. I'm going to get back to the main vertical of this topic, but uh, I did want to wanted to bring up when I said that you know for the everybody looking at me, listen guys, ain't nobody paying. A, listen, nobody's paying you attention. You know what I'm saying? Like like no one is is actively paying paying us any fucking attention. And I think it's very often, I, I think often it's very easy for us to feel as if someone is paying us some attention, that, that we are the main uh, uh, character, uh, that we're the main character in the um, in, in the movie, but everybody's their own main character, you know? Uh, you know, it's, it's a term, it's a term uh, called Sonder. Know, sunder, uh, which is mean, which means the realization that you know people that pass you by have their own vivid details, and this the is the sudden awareness of that. Everybody got this shit going on. Like nobody's thinking about you. Like you know, and essentially nobody cares about you. Everybody got bills, badass kids. You know what I'm saying? Uh, abusive spouse or whatever the case may be. Everybody got issues going on and. Nobody's thinking about you like you may think about you, that, that you may think. And that's actually a freeing thing to have the concept nobody cares about you. Um, and of course, your immediate um, loved ones, of course, you know what I mean? But even them, you know, even they got their own shit going on. You know what I'm saying? You're the main character in your story, but they're the main character in theirs. And it's, that's a very freeing concept to me. It's like, so basically, move how you want to move. Like, move how you want to move. You know, you could do A, that's the right thing to do. You could do B, that's the wrong thing to do. Both verticals, somebody gonna fucking not like it, not like you, or, or the case be. The point is, just do what you want to do because nobody's thinking about you. Nobody cares. Nothing matters. You know what I'm saying? Um, like in, in, a, in a fucking uh, Starbucks, nobody paying me no fucking attention, but I'm feeling as if all eyes on me because I, you know, arrogant prick that I am, right? But ain't nobody fucking thinking about me. Ain't nobody worrying about me. You know what I'm saying? I do got a fresh haircut. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I do got a fresh haircut. You know what I'm saying? And you know when men get fresh haircuts, like, we, you can't tell us literally nothing. So, there's that. Um, anyway. Uh, anyway. So, back to the whole purpose of me picking up Starbucks. Um, so, whatever. Kay didn't respond. I grabbed some coffee, coffee by myself and those uh, that adventure happened. Then I went to my favorite hangout spot, Franco Cigars. Love the place. It's a mom and pop um, cigar place, cigar lounge, cigar shop and lounge. Uh, the owner is the son, Franco. He's a young guy, maybe like maybe his mid-30s, probably younger. Um, and But his father owns the complex, which is, you know, this, this um, multi-business little complex, whatever. Really good people, man. You go there, you chill out. Everybody's really cool, you know. The father, you know, they're they're Hispanic, and the father just, you know, 
I come in there, man. He'll just have my coffee ready. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, just good people. Authentic, good good people. I mean, I've been to a bunch of cigar lounges, but this one in particular, I will always be loyal to them, man, because they, they show a lot of love, man. Like, they, they'll give me free cigars every now and then. Um, they hate when I clean up, because, like, whenever I go somewhere, you know, I'm there and I make a mess, like, you know, ashes and whatever, have a drink or whatever. Yeah, they be like, no, stop cleaning. I'm like, no, I made a mess. Anyway, it's a funny little thing we have going on there. But anyway, really cool place. Franco Cigars on 29th Street and 7th Avenue in, Win- in Miami, Florida, in the Wynwood area. Really, really, really good people. Anyway, um, so I get there. Uh, yeah, you, you, again, I'm not going to go through the details of because it's in the previous episode about this part, but... Whatever. So I'm recording the installment that I dropped before this one, and you know, um, Kay texts me while recording. She put, "Hey, I was asleep, and I was sleeping." And uh, so then she ended up calling me while recording, and that's that weird, maybe like a minute pause in there. And I was like, "No, what's up?" Because she lives very close to this this place. I said, "No, I'm at the cigar lounge," and you know. Went to go pick her up. You guys heard it. Whatever. Boom. So when I stopped recording, um, you know, Kay and I, we just, you know, <laughs> when we're together, we just sometimes, you know, we just dive deep into shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, just dive deep into to, to different um, to different concepts. Um, very, like, like esoteric type shit like very like kind of like 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 deep things you know deep spiritual notions and theories and and that's the bulk of our conversation sometimes sometimes you know we just shoot the shit you know you know we, we both artists we talk about some art whatever but but certain certain times we really talk on a high spiritual level and we did i think i picked up around maybe 11 a.m. and we were there until about three. It's about three o'clock. It's about four hours, you know. And we just, you know, just talking and uh, uh, I'm not gonna say everything because certain things were meant for her and I only. So I'm not gonna mention like everything, um, but certain things that I wanted to 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 bring up is like so. This this has happened with uh, Bree uh, before. And but I was reminded by this with Kay yesterday. Um, so we both are smoking cigars. I'm an avid cigar smoker. Kay not so much, but she does. You know she would. You know when she's with me at a, at the cigar place, she would grab a cigar. Um, as some of you may know, tobacco without being you know abused and filled with a bunch of chemicals. They have spiritual properties, um, which I believe is a bridge, almost like one would would say mushrooms, you know, kind of is a bridge to, um, or psychedelics is a bridge to uh, spiritual planes or whatever. So tobacco plays the same. That's one reason that I smoke a lot of cigars a lot. One reason. The other reason, because I just fucking like to. And you know what? I look cool doing it, goddammit, okay? I look cool doing it. <laughs> So, anyway, so we both, you know, just diving into these heavy, heavy layered uh, spiritual concepts and notions. And so, I leaned back and, you know, 
I I I I see Kay's aura. Like I can see auras, right? And so when I say see auras, a person would assume I literally see it with my eye. No, you don't see it with your eye. With your eye. Now, do some people have the ability to do it? Maybe. I don't. I don't see nothing with my eye. But it's more like a uh, intuition, sixth sense type of deal, you know. Um, I can, I can. So it's like, you know, the 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 third. I, I hate to say third eye. It's just they done made that term just so ick. You know what I mean? Third eye, like. Bleh. But anyway, it, if it was, it would be a third eye, um, a, a, another layer of perspective. And so for Kay, she had this this thick orange aura around her while she was talking about something and um so i can see like the dent the, the the density of it uh how thick it is and how bright it is and it was a bright orange um you know and this is the beginning of us hanging out that day so but i, I didn't mention that to her but i did towards the end of the four hours we were there, I said, "Hey, by the way, three or four hours ago, you had an aura." <laughs> had a little funny thing, um, but uh, so sitting there, I noticed something that you know something came to me. It was like you know what we were doing. We were uh, we were actually you know doing what shamans would do. Like you know, we we tapped into other. Um, planes of existence. We, you know, um, discuss some 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 heavy topics in that arena. And you know, whilst uh, smoking uh, this tobacco, so while we're talking, you know, just both our smoke is being blown into the air. Um, you know, and kind of like intermingling. You know what I mean? It, it was it was just a, it was it was a really really nice moment and um she divulged um you know i'm not gonna say that that's that's between her and i um but yeah it's so i i bring that up because you know often we feel like the religious ceremony is what's necessarily needed to accomplish um a thing you know, well, you have different shamans from different religions, or monks, or uh, Buddhists around the place, and chiefs, and what have you. You know, and they have on the garments and and, and and things. And it's not to minimize any of their ritualistic things, which you know they they have that means something for them. Well, when I was sitting there, I was realizing this is 2023's version of. Um, you know, doing what, what shamans do, you know, and, you know, it was, it was definitely like, a, like, 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 it, it was, it was a thing, like, like, it was a thing, you know, sometimes you can talk, sometimes you can talk about esoteric things, and it's just, it's cool, whatever, but yesterday, it was, a, it was a thing, like, like, something happened, some, some material could have been produced from, like, just the energy and I were putting out and we were sitting in the circle which you know we only two of us so the, but the table was a circle table in the middle and there was four chairs making a circle and um, 
you know, it's really cool, and it's it's really cool if you uh, if you find um, somebody like a like a friend, it could be a friend or a partner, whoever, but that you can be kind of vibing on the same frequency, and you know our um, auras intertwine with one another. You know what I mean? But when that intertwining it's not some kind of it's not somehow causing some kind of friction you know um certain auras when they're not vibrating on the same type of uh frequency they tend to repel each other like oil and water you know what i mean like they tend to just not mix and we interpret it as oh something about that person i don't really mess with you know what i'm saying uh, but again i think that's for more of us who are spiritually um um spiritually thick you know what i mean like you you're you're thick in the in the, in the, um, in the spiritual thing or the veil is thin um some of us some of us get into these intertwining of the auras and don't and just you know whatever anyway whatever uh, that's how toxic relationships happen whatever i'm not trying to have a fucking relationship installment um but when there's some reciprocity going on that you know you are vibrating on a high level and 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 One second. second. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, when you're vibrating on a uh, certain particular level, that um. It's so crazy to get interrupted sometimes. <laughs> I, lose my, yeah, I lose my train of thought very, very quickly. But anyway, so I'm just gonna mention a couple of things we talked about. Not everything. Um, so Kay explained her, and obviously she doesn't mind me sharing this one part. But Kay explained to me, you know, her <clears throat> intensity for the sun. How you know she she's. Uh, sun creature uh, sunbather like the sun does something for her you know what I mean very much so um, which I thought it was interesting um, because for me it's the opposite it's the moon like well not necessarily the moon but <clears throat> night when the moon is visible I would say like night for me you know it optimizes my mind like I, I am smarter um, I'm more intuitive. My spirituality is, is higher um, in the cloak of nightness, you know, darkness. Um, sometimes I feel like even when I record this and state this, and these installments, like I'm always doing it in the daytime, and I don't feel as clear minded. Uh, I, don't, I don't feel as, as sure as, you know. And I would even say they kind of confident, like, like at night, I just become another thing. Um, and I always kind of been that way um, since I can remember. Like I, I just used to always love when the sun was gone, you know, uh, and night was coming. 
it's almost like I wanted to like smother myself in darkness, you know, but not in some kind of bleak kind of way of thinking, but <clears throat> in the darkness of it all. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting. And so with that topic, it led to this other topic that we, you know, we, we, we brought about, we were talking about uh, Black Mirrors. And uh, one of the episodes, I can't remember the name, but for the new season, where it's revealed the actress was a werewolf or something like that. And we got to talking and, you know, we were discussing how, well, I personally believe, I personally don't believe that werewolves, vampires exist the way they explain them in Hollywood and in books, you know, in media. Um, being as I fully believe I uh, enhance at night. I do. I feel like I enhance at night. I do believe some people, and it's maybe it's maybe more science than anything. More people with different faces of the moon. Um, you know, the moon does affect us here. You know what I'm saying? With 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 the tides or what have you. Um, and think about this: we're whatever percent of water in our bodies. So what if that gravitational pull is not just happening with the tides, but also within us, and it triggers, you know, some enzymes or 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 something. It triggers us and it produces some kind of um, secretion in our brains and in our bodies to make us behave maybe, I don't know, more aggressively. Be more aggressive. You know? Uh, more savagery. Uh, I wonder if we track uh, crime across the country around certain moon phases. I wonder if violent crimes. I wonder if we would notice a pattern. You know, I wonder if there's a pattern there. You know, and maybe that, maybe the you know people from 200, 300, whatever years ago, understood this that people become, you know, more aggressive. And then, of course, in Hollywood, you just will just put more hair on it and make a long snout and make it long claws and call it a werewolf. I literally recall something I read about how the notion of a werewolf actually came from the menstrual cycle from women and how they were explaining how women become beastly when they're on their cycle. Uh, something like that. Very, I, I don't know. I shouldn't even brought that up because I don't have any knowledge of that. Uh, so the same thing with vampires. So like, you know, I think that somebody that can turn to a bat and fucking, you know, suck your blood and, you know, wear, like, a whatever. No, but I do um, resonate with the idea of someone that may have a particular or produce a particular enzyme in their bodies that can consume blood, you know? That can, you know, fucking probably eat a raw animal. I mean, like, you know, we don't have the enzymes in our bodies to go out and eat a fucking cantaloupe, cantaloupe, antelope, not a cantaloupe, silly boy, uh, an antelope, a lion could though, if we do that, we'll die, because our bodies don't have the enzymes for that, but a lion does, so a lion can fucking go out there and just fucking munch on a goddamn deer, 
and you know and be fine you know but what if there are some humans that have the ability to break down or handle the enzymes from raw meat you know which is blood essentially and they actually drink blood and they treat blood as as we would like like, like bone broth or whatever the case may be and maybe this enzyme the defective the, the defective nature of the enzyme is that they are sensitive to sunlight you know maybe you know because of they have this one would call deficiency I probably wouldn't they probably you know maybe get some boils or on their skin in sunlight you know not kill them but you know it irritates their skin so you see how easily it can be interpreted in a scientific way again I'm not saying that these this is an actual thing I'm just saying you know this could explain what they got the idea of a vampire or where we're from you know what if you say they see ghosts you know what if the ghost is only um you know uh the thinning of a veil you know what I'm saying? I remember the story that I I, I read uh, from the, this lady, and she was saying about how um, how how they went to the, some assemblies and went to a cabin or something for the weekend, and uh, they walked in there and they saw their grandmother who has since passed and they all ran out um they all ran out and of course afraid but then they but then they recall a story that the grandmother told them she was like one day I was sitting in that cabin and the door opened and I seen four apparitions Which, which could have been them, you know. So, you know, like it, it, it was a, it's, it's, goddamn, so many trucks out here. Man, I gotta come get some of these vehicles. Christ. Um, it's saying that, uh, you know, what came first? I mean, who seen who when? Because sometimes the, the the veil is thin, you know, and time get whatever. Um, anyway, I don't, I don't, I didn't want to make this super long. Um. I'm saying that because I just made it work right. And I don't feel like being late today. Uh, anyway, it's Anthony with another installment of Anti-Everything. Have a good day. Or night. Or whatever. <laughs>